Lord, you seek your word and healed me and delivered me from every destruction. Y'all, what's up, family? It's Lex, and I'm joined by some people that I really care about. Welcome to If Eve Could Speak, the podcast. Um, and today, of course, you guys know Faye, Jariah Monet. She's joining me again because we're going to finish this thought that we started last week. All right. Uh, Faye, say what's up to the people. Hey, everybody. Hey, turn it up. And then, y'all, we also got my blood sister. So this is my mommy and my daddy, baby. Okay. <laughs> um. And her childhood friend, my other little sister, Shania. Yo, say what's up to the peeps. Hey, y'all. <laughs> I know you ain't trying to get out quiet on She fake shy right now. She fake shy. Girl, I'm not playing. I'm not playing, okay? <laughs> well, yo, welcome to If Eve Could Speak, the podcast, where it's all about the woman's perspective. If Eve could speak, what would she say? Yo, the people want to know. We are interested to know and to see what's popping with Eve, what's popping with her daughters, and what do we have to say? So, yo, did have y'all listened to the episode from last week, yo? We did. We did. We got glimpses and pieces of it. Um, okay, got- okay. We got to go over it. Y'all did an amazing, amazing job. Yeah, I was like, okay. Yes. <laughs> like, amen, amen. You know, I feel like the first episode was definitely, you know, it was definitely what it was. It was a an amazing experience. I feel like God did his thing. What needed to be done was done. Okay. But I can tell you that that first recording experience was experience was a little ghetto. Okay, <laughs> ghetto. The message was delivered. Look, okay, get out and out. Jesus will use you, okay? Don't do get out, okay? <laughs> I like it, I like it. Well, y'all, what the last time we met, we talked about uh being pedicured with, with, with my sis, yo. And now I have my my sisters, yo. And we're trying to get pedicured. We're trying to be cured from petty. Yeah, yo, last week. For sure. Okay, look, Patty is all around us. We can't escape it now. <laughs> now, last week, Fave and I, we spent some time in John 13, the first 17 verses. And, and during this time, Jesus is washing the feet of his disciples. This is a time where Jesus is well aware that he is and has been betrayed by Judas. Um, and his time is, is here. His time has come. The time has come for him to leave this place, uh, for him to leave uh, his disciples in the fleshly form. Um, and y'all, I want to dig back. I want to dig back into that chapter a little bit more. And I want to just see. And I got, I'm going to ask you the question straight up, yo. Okay. Who's being petty in this chapter? <clears throat> Who's being petty? But before we get there, y'all, before we get there, you know, I like to have to start everything I do off giving thanks to God. So I'm going to start with a quick prayer. Is that cool? Yeah, definitely. We need it. Babe, babe, Dear God, Lord, I just want to thank you so much, Father, for making this happen, oh God, through the technical difficulties, through the wanting to give up, give up and just say, forget it, God. I thank you so much, Father, for giving your daughters 
perseverance, God, for helping us to be resilient young women, Father. Lord, I thank you for every perspective that is under the sound of my voice, Father. Lord, I pray, Father, that you work in a way that only you can oh god lord i pray father that you blow our minds in a way that only you can in the own in a and in a way father that is uh that speaks directly to each of us god lord i thank you so much for this time and i pray that you be glorified god and it's in your son jesus christ's name that i pray and i bless you god and i thank you father amen amen, amen. all right so as the good folk I already know. So I actually like to read. Yo, I like to read. Um, I, I like for whatever I'm saying, whatever we wherever we're coming from, yo, for it to be from the Bible. Um, so we actually gonna read John 13, but we're gonna start in verse 18, because we went through the first 17 verses last week. And we're gonna start in verse 18 and we're gonna read all the way through. All right, and y'all, I'm I am actually reading from the let me make it a little, uh, the Good News Bible. Oh, you like that version, huh? <laughs> I like this verse. The Good News Bible be coming through with the come through, okay? <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right, y'all. Let me know when you're there. We ready over here. All right, Faye, you good? Yeah, I'm here. All right. So what I'm going to do is, looks like is there are 38, so 20 verses. So, and there is what, four of us? Can we take five apiece? So I'll read verse 18 through 23. Somebody else can pick up and just read five verses a piece until we get to the end. Is that all right? Okay. All right. Verse 18 of John 13, it reads, I am not talking about all of you. I know those I have chosen, but the scripture must come true that says, the man who shared my food turned against me. I tell you this now before it happens, so that when it does happen, you will believe that I am who I am. I am telling you the truth. Whoever whoever receives anyone I send receives me also. And whoever receives me receives him who sent me. Verse 21 says, after Jesus had said this, he was deeply troubled and declared openly, I am telling you the truth. One of you is going to betray me. The, the disciples looked at one another, completely puzzled about whom he meant. One of the disciples, this is verse 23. One of the disciples, the one whom Jesus loved, was sitting next to Jesus. Verse 24 reads, Simon Peter motioned to him and, and said, ask him who he is talking about. So that disciple moved closer to Jesus' side and asked, Who is it, Lord? Jesus answered, I will dip some bread in the sauce and give it to him. He is the man. So he took a piece of bread, dipped it, and gave it to Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot. As soon as Judas took the bread, Satan entered him. Jesus said to him, Be quick about what you, about what you are doing. But no one at the meal understood why Jesus said this to him. Since Judas had the char had charge of the money, some thought Jesus was telling him to buy what was needed for the festival or to give something to the poor. As soon as Judas had taken the bread, he went out and it was night. When he was gone, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man is glorified and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will glorify the Son in himself 
and will glorify him at once. My children, I will be with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and just as I told the Jews, so I tell you now, where I am going, you cannot come. A new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. Simon Peter asked him, Lord, where are you going? Jesus replied, where am I going? Where I am going, I'm sorry. You cannot follow now, but you will follow later. Peter asked, Lord, why can't I follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Then Jesus answered, will you really lay down your life for me? Very truly, I tell you, before the roosters crowed, you would disown me three times. Thank you guys for that, man. I'm, I'm literally thinking just as we're reading through this, uh, I've I've been thinking a lot about just just where I come from, yo. Um, so for most people who don't know, my first love is actually basketball, and um, that's that was what I wanted to do from a young kid. I I love basketball. That is is it was a passion of mine, and. When I was diagnosed with the AVM, of course, they told me no strenuous activity. And I was actually reading through a message that I was um, sending back and forth between an old teammate of mine and I uh, back in 2010. And the question that stood out to me that she asked was, yo, do you still hoop? And so many memories, so much came back to my came back to my mind, and I started to feel sad. I started to feel angry. I started to feel let down and cheated. I started to feel all of these things. And I'm thinking about that again, even now as we read this chapter, even as we read the remaining of this chapter. And Jesus is telling his disciples, look, this is what's going to happen. I'm letting you know now. So when it does happen, you'll believe that I am who I say I am. Mm-hmm. Jesus told me long before my left side was paralyzed, that he had a plan for me, that he had a great work in store. But like Peter, I'm like, say, man, where you going? Though? What you doing? What you mean? And Jesus is like, when it happens, remember, (laughs) remember me, remember that I'm telling you this. And so my question is, because in that moment, I wanted to be a little petty. You know, I I feel like as women, as women, we get get a hard, man, it's a hard knock life out here for Mm -hmm. us. Because everybody talk about being the queen of petty and, you know, this and that or whatever. And it's just like, but in that moment, I wanted to be a little petty. And I wanted and I wanted to almost stand up to God and be like, say, man, I actually let me tell you something. But you see how even in this moment, Peter has no idea that of what Jesus is even talking about. Jesus is like, man, before the rooster crow, bro. You're going to be there and deny me three times. So what you talking about? You lay your life down for me. You battled to a certain extent. Okay, you with it until, it, you know, 
and, and it all sounds fine and good and, and dandy in the moment. But what area of your life are you being petty? What area in your life do you need to be cleansed? Do you need to allow Jesus to wash your feet? Ladies, talk to me. Talk to me about your pettiness. Let's go. For me, when I think about petty, the first thing that comes to my mind is unnecessary or uncalled for, um, I would say uncalled for action. Mm. But when I think about this scripture, just taking my view of what I already perceive or what I already think, I'm going to just say it. I feel bad for saying it. But I feel like in this chapter, God was being a little petty. Yeah. I feel like, <laughs> but I feel like God was trying to show him, like, you can't be more petty than me. Like, you know, like, you think you got petty figured out, but, you know. Like, and for example, I'm going to give you an example. Like, in the end, like, even though it was true, even though it had to happen, um, even though they had no idea what God was talking about, just the way he answered Peter, like, will you really lay your life down for me? Because let me tell you. you are, He already knew that Peter was. Yeah. So was like, he was being petty, like. I think the response was petty. If I'm, if, if I must say, you know. Mm. But just my thought. Okay, okay. Okay. Okay, what you thinking? Was Jesus being petty? Was Jesus being a little petty? No, not necessarily. Talk us through that. I just don't think he was being petty. I feel like we we take honesty as petty. Wow. Communicating effectively, he was just letting him know. Like, you, will you? No, like, you say that as if I already don't know you. Because if, you know, last week we talked about the beginning of the chapter and how Jesus talked about God gave him all things and he knew all things. I mean, so if he already knew all things, if this wasn't coming for Jesus, it would be a little bit different. But yeah. he knows you. He created you. So I don't feel like he was being petty. I feel like he was just telling him, will you really? Yeah. Will you kind of trick me or you? Yeah. That's real, man. That's real. And I think like even even too, like a lot of times when we're shown our, our, our pettiness, mm-hmm. our own pettiness, when we're shown who we are and just who we are by nature, when we're shown that what is your what is our response? Like I look at Peter's response here and Peter is like, man, nah, I, I lay my life down for you, bro. What you mean? And Jesus is like, actually, you won't, <laughs> you know, Um and I think even times where we may think we got it together in a certain area and and, and, and it's like, man, nah, I already defeated that, man. I'm over that. And Jesus is like, nah, actually, because you're still bitter. Mm-hmm. You're still greedy. Mm-hmm. I think you're still in denial when he's trying to show you yes. that yeah. oh when he's trying to show you that your pettiness or bring it to light, it's like we in denial of it. Like we don't think of it as being our petty or Yeah. And Jariah made a good mm-hmm. point. Like we view honesty. And the way it's delivered to us mm-hmm. as being petty, but could it be that our view of pettiness or what we, we unexpected? Yeah, it's distorted. Yeah, cured. You know, is that what needs to be changed? That's real. Um, because that is yep. that is true. Like, baby, I got something to think of. Him. Okay. 
Amen. Amen. So, y'all, when I think about just being cured of this, of being cured of petty, being cured of that thing that holds us back from from God's from from God's grace, from His glory, from from His face. Um, I think that the first step is actually seeing and recognizing it. You know, actually, because even after this, even after this, as Jesus is being taken to the cross, Peter has an encounter with some people in the town and they like say man ain't you that dude that walk with jesus like yeah you sound just like them like y'all got the same dialect fam y'all talk the same y'all both like so for instance if somebody see me and or they see my sister like me and my sister we come from the same place we're a little country i ain't gonna lie but so if you see me and you see her and you like say is that your sister Cause y'all sound just alike. Y'all talk just alike. Y'all use the same words, like and and and. But in this moment, they're like, "Yo, ain't the, ain't you? Don't you rock with Jesus?" <laughs> and Peter is like, "Nah, fam. <laughs> I told you I don't know. I told you I don't know." But a- even after what Jesus says goes to pass, comes to pass, Peter immediately feels it. He immediately immediately is is sorry. But I think what helps us when it comes to like our being cured from petty, our being cured from denial, our being cured of that thing that's holding us back from our destiny, that thing that's keeping us from walking into what God has for our lives is how will you respond? How will you respond? Will you respond like Judas? Because Judas, Judas was sorry too. When G- when Judas saw it, everything kind of he felt bad, fam. But Judas was Judas and Peter's stories end up differently, not because neither one of them were sorry, because they both were sorry. But J- Judas took matters into his own hands. Judas Judas experienced what we call what we consider worldly sorrow. Judas killed himself. He couldn't take it. He was so like he he felt bad, but Peter experienced what we call godly sorrow, because godly sorrow leads you to repentance. Worldly sorrow leads to death. And my question to you, ladies, now is where will your sorrow in lead you? Will it lead you to death, or will it lead you to change? That's a good question. That's a lot of like to take in. I don't know. I'm just indifferent because I'd be feeling like, you know, like when it comes to God, like in like the condition of your heart, because like when we talking about if y'all listen to part one, like yo, being on your purposeful path that God has for you, like it's a lot of that checking. It's a lot of creating me a clean spirit. It's it's a lot of that going on. Like when you trying to walk with God, it's a narrow path. Like, if God can't tell you, like, check yourself, like, it's going to lead to a worldly sorrow and not conviction for you to actually have that repentance. So, like, I always feel like, you know, even like when I, and I feel like this is a good context of how they're doing it, like, Jesus talking to Peter, but it was 12 in a mirror, so it's nothing, like, really is being hidden. So they clearly Mm -hmm. love each other and they're comfortable enough to be like, okay, well, I see you doing this and this is going to lead to 
to destruction. So let me call mm-hmm. you on this. Yeah. Yeah. Are we calling one another? Oh, I feel like sometimes people be scared. Like, they again. don't really know, you know? Yeah. Or like they don't want to come off as being mm-hmm. judgmental or something like that. But I feel like mm-hmm. sometimes God uses yeah. the people in our life to call us out on our stuff, you know? Well, some people don't know how to take it. Like, yep. And I want to mm-hmm. add this too. Also, like I've always been the type of person. It don't matter what you're telling me, if it's not delivered to me in a way that I will receive it. Or way that you like it. Okay. Yeah, you can correct it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, honestly, being truthful, if it's not delivered to me in a way that I like it, then I I won't receive it. I won't hear it. And most of the time it's like forget what you're talking about because i'm so focused on the delivery i can't accept the message and i feel like that makes us stay in our pity like exactly it don't help us come out yeah true so could it be that we perceive honesty as pettiness and then but our response Mm -hmm. to that is actually petty like the real true definition of what it is yeah somebody looked at that's real go 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 and I don't even feel like it's that though. Like for me, like when we talking about like how somebody say it's the delivery of it. Like I feel like too. Like since like reading like the Bible, Jesus stayed coming, telling you what the problem is. Like even when we look back at even from Genesis, when you look how he talked to Adam and Eve, like you ate from the tree which I told you not to eat from. So even when he talked to Moses, who made man's mouth? Like that contents of how he talks to the ones that he loved like you know and i think this is so important that even jada said that like if you cannot take god Mm -hmm. telling you like this is oh so this your problem and like you know you focus on the delivery like you never gonna be able to grow because i don't i don't ever hear god in here sugarcoating anything for anybody moses i can't speak who made your mouth like so if i'm stuck on that's real instead yeah. of like the fact that god has called me i'm you're gonna miss so many countless opportunities because you can't get off the simple fact of okay he hurt my feelings like it ain't what he said the delivery it's the fact that he checked mm-hmm. me. Yeah. yeah that's real and that's the problem that's the problem like we are in a generation where everybody want to be so many things but nobody wants to go through anything yeah. to get there like, I want to be powerful. I want to be famous. I want to be whatever. Like, I, but I don't want to be corrected. I don't want to be trained. I don't want to be, I don't want to be anything but uplifted. And God is like, no, because I, I, I became a living sacrifice for you. So guess what? When you, when you're walking into my purpose and my plan that I have for you, yo, there is going to be some humbling out for you to do. Because by nature, we are the daughters of in, of Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve had the per- had everything was perfect, and still found a way to make it to to mess it up. Even in our perfect world and our perfect situation, we still find ways to make it up to mess it up. So we can't look for it to be perfect or to for it to be presented perfectly. That's that's the pettiness. That's petty. Because that's not how it works. 
man, I want to be the leader of a free world, but I don't want to go through anything right. to, to get there. Like, I, oh, I want to be so, like, I, oh, man, I have all these goals and dreams and aspirations, but I just want it yeah. to fall out the sky. I don't want to go, I don't want to go through school. I don't want to go through the training. I don't want to go through what it takes to be these things that God has called me to be. God's, I, I personally believe that God has great store things. And he had great things in store for these people that we talk about, like a Moses and, and even a Peter, you know, because, because they were going to have to suffer greatly in order for them to get there. A Moses. Mo Moses couldn't even talk. He was illiterate. And Moses is like, say fam, I got a brother here. Like he he like he he real good at this at that speed, that top stuff. Like he real good at that. You know what I'm saying? And, and God is like, no, I called you. That's cool. But I call you. Even when I think about the the the, the coming together of this podcast, like I was trying to do it with other people. I wanted to do it with this person and that person. And and my sister Jada, she got she kept getting up, getting on me, and getting on my behind. Like, why you keep trying to do this with other people? And so when we look to when we look outside of 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 the originator, when we look outside of the creator, we run into, into even more problems. Life is hard enough by itself, but when we look to other things, and God is like, "Yo, I didn't give them the vision; I gave it to you." I didn't give them the plan. I gave it to you. I didn't give them the gift. I gave it to you. What are you doing? You see, I just wanted to fall in my lap, but I don't want to go through anything to get there. But I want to call Jesus petty. And it's like, nah, fam, Period. you're petty. Be real. You're yeah. petty. I can't mess with it. I can't mess I with it. I think right now you are kind of, I feel like right now this moment is kind of changing people's perception when they hear the word petty or when they think somebody's being petty like they gonna think look at it and view it in a whole other light yeah yeah i know i am <laughs> yeah and see that's what it's all about for like for god to be glorified for god to be glorified like yes eve sinned yes she fell from glory and yes god gave her a curse he told her that her labor pains would be great and that she would experience death. But he also gave her a promise. He promised her a Messiah and that the world will be saved and will be restored to, to, to the father through her seed. How her seed, how the serpent of, yes, the serpent will bruise his heel. But her seed would crush the serpent's head. Are you crushing heads? Or are you allowing that bruise on your heel to, 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 to define who you are, to define your life? The fact that you've gone through a few things, you've had a few scars and bumps and bruises. Are you allowing that to uh, dictate and rule over you? Or are you seeking to crush the head of the enemy? That's what Jesus did. So if Eve could speak right now, what would she say? I imagine she'd say, daughter, you're better than that. Daughter, you're stronger than that. Daughter, your purpose is bigger than that. Don't be petty. Here is the cure. 
The cure is repentance. The cure is change. The cure is exactly what we're doing right now. Putting it on the table. Talking about it. Yo, let's get cured from petty, yo. And when like you talking about pettiness, I think too, like a lot of that personal um anger towards God. And I'm speaking from my own like personal experience. God already be telling us what's gonna happen before we do it anyway. Like even if we not paying attention or acting like we didn't hear it, you know, the fact that like I've done it before, got mad about something going bad when God already told me it was going bad. <laughs> so it's like really i'd be feeling like we'd be having pity parties for ourselves saying well god never told me like if it's in his word like it's not void so if it's already yeah. in, doing something outside of his will like it's not gonna work yeah that's real man that's real faith huh? jada yeah. And I appreciate y'all hopping on and, and, and tackling this topic of of, be, of getting cured from pat, from petty with me, yo. I believe that Eve will be proud of us right now. And I believe that if Eve could speak in this moment, she'd smile. I believe that if Eve could speak in this moment, she'd applaud. I believe that if Eve could speak in this moment, that she would glorify God because he is worthy to be praised. I appreciate y'all hopping on with me, man. I rocks with it. I mess with it the long way, yo. If Eve could speak, we out.